Welcome back to another daily walk. And today, we want to just start with this little phrase, do not let the way of the world shape our course. It's an interesting discussion. So when I thought about the idea of do not let the ways of the world distract you from your course, I started thinking about what does this mean? Does this have different meanings on a corporate level or on a personal level? And I think it does. Corporately, I talk a lot about the church growth movement because it does carry with it a lot of destructive tendencies. Massive waves of people who believe they are saved, when the push comes to shove, know nothing about the gospel or Christ or the scriptures. That's dangerous. And what happens in many ways is these big churches are carried away by the ways of the world. Their courses have been changed by a master plan created by business gurus rather than the word of God. But I don't want to talk today about the whole corporate idea. I want to look at the personal level because there's a lot that can be said about this. And I wanted to tease out a couple different verses. Uh, one of these is in Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, famous verse, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. This is a very fascinating verse in the idea that Going back to this topic of do not let the world shape your course. Your course should be set on flame from Christ, from the Holy Spirit, from God in your life. You should identify a service, a mission, something that you should be doing, something you should be teaching, something you can use to serve other people in some way, be it evangelism, be it discipleship, be it, be it the gifts of service, whatever those happen to be. And we need to determine what our course is and then move in it Staying within the will of God by understanding that we have two ways of knowing God better. We have the word of God, which teaches us the mind of God. And we have prayer, which teaches us the heart of God. So determine in your life what the direction is that you should be doing. Stay in prayer and stay in the word. And then move forth. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not stop and check what the world says. Do not stop and check results right away. You might have results coming down the line several years later. And I can remember some events that could be described as miraculous in my own life that meant nothing to me at the time. I thought about them. I, as the words of Mary, I treasured them in my heart. I had no idea what they meant until years later. When the meaning of this came crashing down and it was a word given to me in the encouragement of somebody else that happened years later. Very, very interesting. Now, on the flip side, we can get so caught up into the world that we start to love the world. Heed the warning from the Apostle James in James 4.4. 4, you adulteresses do you not know that friendship with this world is hostility toward God. Therefore, whoever wishes to make himself a friend of this world makes himself an enemy of God. Now, in this, going back to our phrase, do not let the ways of the world distract you from your course. If you have a course, if you have a gift, if you have something that you have been told from you by the Spirit, then you need to go out in the Spirit and walk in those ways. Do not pay attention to the ways of the world. Do not pay attention to the mockers and the scoffers. Do not pay attention to all those other things. But here's another fun thing. And this is another area where we'll wrap that whole church growth idea back into it because I commented on this on my book and the apology section on my book on the art of shallow neighboring. 
Because in the book, The Art of Neighboring, and another book I talk about called Radical by David Platt, and several hundreds and hundreds of other Christian books, they're trying to define your missionary field for you. If a book is trying to define for you what you should do, saying this is what God wants, and that is a course of actions that does not relate to scripture and prayer, do not heed that book. They are trying to distract you from what God has given you in your heart to do. Through prayer, through Bible study, he has given you a gift of service. He has given you a thing. And the reason I bring up those two books is because in the art of neighboring, it tries to tell you if you are not being a good neighbor, throwing backyard barbecues, and by the way, the gospel is not mentioned in that book, you're throwing backyard barbecues, buddy-buddy with your friend, buddy-buddy with your neighbor, well, not your friend, your neighbor, oh, I'll leave your friends alone, your neighbors, gotta be your neighbor, you're not doing what Jesus wants you to do, and you, I mean, this is a big problem, how can you possibly love anybody else out there unless you love your neighbor first? But if you actually read the book Radical by David Platt, he goes the opposite way. Man, if you're living in your good old cushy home with all your good stuff, dude, you're not in the will of God. You've got to sell everything. You've got to do what Jesus says. Sell everything. Go out into the world. If you're not doing that, you are not in the will of God. So now we have two books. And by the way, The Art of Neighboring referenced Radical. Like, in a positive way. Both of these books are trying to tell you what you should be doing. And then these whole groups of pastors, why the art of neighboring is particularly dangerous, is because now there's several large church groups and groups of churches coming together, all pushing this book and saying, this is our community response. Here's a commitment card. Commitment to do this. Commit. Well, what if my commitment, what if the, the missionary field that God has placed me in does not preclude talking to my neighbor that I already know is not interested in the gospel of Jesus Christ? It's like Paul does not continue to go into the synagogues after they openly reject him. He goes and preaches the gospel to those who will hear it. And that is what our task is. Do not let the course of this world distract you from the course that God has given you. Lean not on your own understanding, as the proverb says. God sometimes works in interesting ways. And when you have a book or a church, or anybody else who's trying to define for you your mission field, that is a huge red flag. That is distracting you from the course. Now, I will say this, though, in closing, that if you do not have a course, if you do not have a direction, sure, read the book. See if there might be something there for you. But you got to open yourself up to the Spirit. If you do not have a mission field, if you do not have a service, you probably are living a very distracted and very empty Christian life. Because we are created unto good works, which Christ Jesus has prepared for us in advance to do. That's from Ephesians 2.10. Consider this. All of us have works we are supposed to be doing. All of us. You need to find those works. Don't let the world or anything else distract you if you found your calling. Keep following it. And ignore all those Christian books that try and tell you to do something different because you're not in God's will because you're not doing this or doing that, even if they're two radical opposite extremes. But here's the point. If you are not already engaged in a service or know what it is, you need to devote your time and your prayer and your Bible study to figuring out what that is and render service unto mankind. That is what 
God has keeps us on this planet to do, that and to administer the gospel of Christ. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. You can help support the channel. Uh, have a look at the website at ourwalkingchrist.com. There's all the different support pages there on slash support. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, the, these are recorded all, not only on video on a few different platforms, but also on podcast on nearly anywhere you can get a podcast. So if you are into podcasting, you can catch the daily walk weekly. Uh, usually rolls out Tuesday morning. So uh, thanks for coming along on this video here, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.